Hello there, and welcome to the BU Podcast. I'm your host, Sean Brown, and our mission here at BU is to help the world become a happier place, one person at a time. Hope you are blessed and well out there, and you're having a good day, whatever you're up to, whether you're out and about, at home listening to this, wherever you are, I'm sending some good energy your way, good vibes, and I hope this podcast serves you well. So let's get straight to it. Today, I wanted to talk about something that I know lots of people consider and it's something that I have a lot of experience with. So I thought I'd share my experience and what I found with this process and then leave it to you to then go and take from that what you will and you know build on that. And what I wanted to talk about today was how to build a daily morning routine. Now, you can cut out the word morning and put evening in because you could have you could do something in the morning, you could do something in the evening. But that whole vibe of Having a routine of things that you do before your day of work, your day of activity starts is what I wanted to talk about today because there's lots of theories about, you know, daily routines, morning routines and all the benefits it can give you and all of that. If you want to go and look that up, go look it up because I'm not here to say you must have a routine or you must not have a routine. That's not what I'm here to do. I just want to share with you what my experience has been and then you can take it from there because I've been in a position where I've had a daily routine. It's gone great. And I've had times in my life when I've not had a daily routine and life's been great. I've had times in my life when I've not not had a daily routine and things haven't been amazing. And I've had times when I have had a, had a daily routine and things haven't been amazing. So I'm not one of those people who's saying that, you know, if you've got a morning routine, then your life is automatically going to be perfect. I ain't saying that at all. By the same token, I'm not saying that if you don't have a morning routine that you're going to be, you know, you're going to fail and things are going to be terrible. I'm not saying that either. If you look to life and look around you, you're going to see... People fit so many different molds that it's impossible to come up with a definitive answer around this. So I'm not going to try to do that. Instead, as I said, I'm going to share with you my experience and give you a few pointers on it. So when we're talking about a morning routine, what are we talking about? We're talking about in the morning before we go out of the door and go to our day of work or before if we're staying at home, we start doing our normal activities that we do at home. Before all of that, there are a few activities that we do prior to our day properly starting that we try and do on a regular basis. That's what I mean when I'm saying a regular morning routine. If it was an evening, it'd be exactly the same. You know, before you wrap things up for the night, you would have a routine, certain activities that you repeatedly do, and that would form your evening routine. Now, let's get straight into the tips because I want to keep this one short and sweet today because, yeah, it's, it's something that we could wax local about for a long time, but I don't think we really need to. I think we can we can wrap this up pretty quick. So step number one, and this is the most important step, I feel. This is the most important step, and it's overlooked, especially when you're looking at the personal development space where books are written, courses are made, all these places where people are trying to wax lyrical to you about why you must have a morning routine. Whenever I hear the word should or must, I run a mile and I suggest you do too because we are not so one-dimensional that there is one answer that fits everybody. So anybody who's bringing that to us, we can listen to what they're saying, we might find some value in it, but I take all that with a pinch of salt. Like you can't tell me that there's one thing that fits everybody on this planet, just doesn't exist. And so what I'm going to say is slightly different. My point one is this, decide if you even want one. I'm going to say that again, decide if you even want one. There's so many people out there now who are suffering and laboring with morning routines that they actually hate. My advice would be this. If you hate your morning routine and you're getting nothing from it, ditch it and ditch it now. It's not helping you, right? 
Think of it as in like being in a relationship or something. If you were in a relationship that was toxic, the best thing you could do in a toxic relationship is get out or clean it up and make it less toxic, right? Same with your morning routine. If your morning routine is not helping you, you're not feeling happier, you're not feeling like it's helping you make progress, you're not feeling like it's energizing you, you don't feel like you're getting anything from it, ditch it now and either adjust it so it works or just drop it. And if you're in a place where you look at it and go, do you know what? I'm, I'm not feeling morning routines. I don't feel like I want one. I don't feel like I need one. Power to you. Don't go there because it's not mandatory. It's not something that you need. It's not definitive in that way. So chill, relax and make a decision for yourself, irrespective of what all the experts say, irrespective of what I say, even think for yourself and decide. Step one, do you want a morning routine or not? If the answer is no, all power to you. I'd still listen to the rest of the episode. Don't turn it off. (laughs) I'd still listen to the rest of the episode because I'm going to chop it up a little bit. But if your answer is yes, then we're going to get into the practicalities of it next. So that if you're feeling like you want to do this, but you never felt like you've had the, you know, the, the structure to put it together before, I'm going to help you out now. So number one is you've got to decide whether you want one. And I've been on both sides of that fence. There's been times when I've had a morning routine. It served me really well. There's been times when I've had it and it hasn't served me well because I've been going through the motions or I've been doing it because I think I should or I've been doing it because somebody said I should have one. I wasn't doing it from a pure place of wanting to do it. Now I do have a regular morning routine, but the only reason I do it is because I want to. And precisely because I want to, I actually do it and it gets done and I benefit from it. And so that's got to be, that's factor number one. I can't emphasize that enough. No one can make you want what you don't want. If you want a morning routine, get after it, go for it. If you don't want a morning routine, leave it, enjoy your extra sleep, right? Enjoy it. Lap it up because it's not for everyone. So that's point one. Then point 1.5, because I wrote this one in between one and two in my notes. (laughs) So it's now 1.5 is we then have to reverse engineer. If you're going to fit in, extra activities is very wishful thinking and almost naive to just say, I'm going to bounce out of bed. I'm going to keep everything the same as it was. And now I'm going to add in, you know, one, two, three, four, five extra activities on top of everything else I'm doing. Most of us are leading busy lives, right? And so because we are, if you're going to add in extra activity, you have to reverse engineer that into your life. And what do I mean by reverse engineer? Let's say that you recognize that in order to do the morning routine you want to do, you're going to have to get up at a different time to fit it in. So this is what reverse engineering is. It's like thinking about practical things like, what time do I need to be awake in order to start the routine and have enough time to get it done? That then leads to another question. If I'm getting, if I'm waking up much earlier than I used to, what time do I now need to go to bed to compensate for the fact that I'm going to be getting up earlier? That's one way of doing it. Another way is to just go cold turkey, right? And then just keep getting up earlier and then, you know, your body naturally adjusts to that by giving you more sleep. That's one way of doing it. But I like to reverse engineer and try and think of this in advance. Another thing you want to factor in is what stuff do I need to carry out my morning routine? For example, I do a lot of journaling in my morning routine and I read a lot. So two things I need is my book. I need my book that I'm reading. I need the journal I'm going to write in and I need something to write with, i.e. a decent pen. I need those things ready. I don't want to waste time in the morning scrabbling around and I've done this this is why I've said it scrabbling around looking for my journal where did I leave it oh where's the pen oh that one doesn't work oh this pencil's broke ah like it because it's 
it's setting us up for frustration in that time that's supposed to be about reflection and whatever it's going to be for you. And reflection is a big part of it for me. So I don't want to bring in that energy of flapping around and feeling like I'm losing the time that I've gained by getting up earlier. So being ready, being prepared, having the equipment I need is a big one. Where am I going to carry out this morning routine? For me, this was a big one because I've got two young children, right? I don't want to disturb Anne-Marie and the, and the kids when they're still asleep with my morning routine. So I've got to factor that in. So I'm not going to do my morning routine upstairs where they are. I'm going to come downstairs into the lounge where I'm furthest away from them so that any noise that I make is say I've got the TV on, I'm listening to a guided meditation or if I'm doing a little workout, whatever, has a minimal chance of in interrupting them and impacting their sleep and their rest because I don't want to do that and I especially don't want to wake Amory up because I don't think she'd be very impressed and so we've got to factor these things in and this is why there's no definitive answer because everybody's situation is going to be different if you don't have children that might not be a consideration if your children are newborn and they're, and they're waking up you know through the night for feeds or whatever it might not be the most practical time in the world to start a morning routine and so this is why when we have these cookie cutter answers of, oh yeah, everybody should have a morning routine, it makes me roll my eyes because we're just forgetting that the human experience changes and shifts and adjusts and is different for different people at different phases. And we've got to honor and respect that too. So reverse engineering in terms of the time you're going to need, the equipment you're going to need, where you're going to do your morning routine and any other factors that you can think of is an important consideration to get on board with before you start. Say you were going to add running, you know, jogging into your morning routine. Have you got the gear you need? Have you got your running trainers? Have you got some kit that you can use? All this sort of stuff, right? So it's not as clear cut as just, yeah, I'm going to do a morning routine. Yeah, that's great. But the more you plan it out so that you know in advance where the things are that you need and all of that, the likelihood of it happening is much, much, much higher. And we want to stack the deck in your favor. So 1.5 reverse engineer. If the answer to question one was yes, I do want to, you know, start a morning routine. The next question then has to be, well, what would be the most satisfying, that can one way of looking at it, the most successful, the most enjoyable, the most life-affirming activity or activities that you want to do? Notice I'm not telling you what activities you should do because I think there's another reason why a lot of morning routines fail. They fail because people feel do what they think they should do rather than doing what they would love to do. The first time I tried having a morning routine, I very quickly fell out of love of it because I was doing what I felt I should do. Now with my morning routine, I love it because I'm doing what I want to do. Because of the life I lead, and you know, as I say, I've got two young children, still relatively young. I've got a busy, active life, doing lots of different things. The chance for me to have quiet time to just read a book in silence is very, very rare. And so I absolutely love that part of my morning routine because it's silent in the house and I can read peacefully. I can absorb what I'm reading and I can take the time to reflect on it. So reading is like a big thing for me in my morning routine. It's one of the reasons why I get up and take that time to do that because it fits my lifestyle at the moment. And so for me, reading is in there because it's so satisfying to do it. It's so enjoyable to do it. It's something I love to do. So it's in my list of things to do. Exercise is another thing that I put in there. There's all these different things that I put in that I try and do. And so I've built that myself based on my preferences, what I like, what I enjoy, and what I know is going to actually get me out of bed to do these things. If I was having to get out of bed to do something, I'm like, I absolutely hate doing this. I ain't doing it. And yeah, people might applaud me for my discipline or people are like, oh my God, he's so amazing. Look at him doing this at five and one or whatever. 
I'm not interested in what anybody else thinks or says. I'm not looking for affirmation or praise for doing the morning routine. <laughs> I've passed that. I don't care. I'm doing the morning routine because I want to. So if I'm doing it because I want to, I'm building things into it that for me represent the things I want to do, the things that I want to take time doing, the things I want to invest my energy into, the things that I think are going to move me forward, all that great stuff. So take the time to decide what would be the most satisfying, successful, enjoyable, life-affirming things that you could put in that bunch of activities, or maybe just stick to one activity to start with that you're going to put into this morning routine. And then step three is obvious. Once you've reverse engineered, you know what you want to do, you know when you want to do it, you've got everything you need to do it, and you've decided that you want to get after it, you've decided on the activities, the next thing is just to simply go for it. Just go for it. Run run the process of, of starting this morning routine. That's when you, the rubber meets the road. That's when you start to see all these little things that you might not have considered before that come up that you then have to adjust to again. So it might be a case of like, oh, I thought it was going to be easy, but I didn't consider this little thing. I didn't consider that little thing. Now that you're in the game and you're running it day by day by day, you can adjust and tweak and perfect your morning routine because now you're getting real life experience and feedback from running it and seeing how it all works out. And so going for it is the is a massive factor. The planning's all wonderful, but we've got to get into it. We've got to do it and see how it works so that we can adjust to what we find. And then after that, and this is a little caveat that I put in because this is something that caught me out many times when I've done things like this in the past and still does sometimes, and I have to check myself on this, and it's forgetting perfection. So the thing with a morning routine is we can track it and we can measure it, right? So we can measure how many days we've done it. We can measure how many activities out of the, out, say we said we're going to do five activities. We can measure how many of the five we did every day. There's all these measuring points and data points. Now that's all well and good if we can stay detached from the data. And I'm, I'm going to do a future episode on this whole this whole thing of attachment because it's such a huge subject and it's worth looking into, but not right now because we'll go way off track. But if we can remain detached to the results we're getting and use them for feedback only, that's wonderful. But what we can sometimes do is use this as a form of comparing how perfect we are to our results. So if we get a perfect score, like, oh my God, I'm so amazing. Look at me, I'm so consistent. And then if for whatever reason something doesn't go great or we miss a few days, we can really be on ourselves. We can judge ourselves harshly. We can take it the wrong way. And then it can actually become a an exercise and a practice in condemnation. Like, I'm not good enough. What's wrong with me? I can't stick to a routine. Like, what's up with me? The answer is nothing. We We need to get off this perfection train. And just take it for what it is. Some days we're going to hit it. Some days we might not hit it. It's all okay. Once we can, we're following our intention, we can recognize that as progress. We can recognize that as us moving towards something that makes sense to us, that we want to do. And look, we're stacking it up. We might not be stacking it up perfectly. We might not be doing it every day, every activity. But it's all right. We've got to, we've got to be gentle with ourselves. And this is coming from someone who used to be so harsh with themselves on things like this. You know, if I missed a day on something, I'd be like, well, what's the point now? I've messed it up. Illogical, yes. Makes sense in the cold light of day, no. But just a fact about how I used to respond to things at times. So coming from a, a recovering perfectionist, don't fall in the hole that I did. Recognize the progress you've made and celebrate that. 
any adjustments that you recognize you need to make, just recognize that there's an adjustment there to be made and make it. You don't need to condemn yourself to do that. In fact, the more you condemn yourself or try and punish yourself to do it, the less likely you're going to stick to it. Because if you're needing that condemnation and that punishment to move yourself forward, there's only so much of that we can take before we crack. And so we need to find a way to get there in a loving, gentle, enjoyable way. The pain and the and the short-term gains we get from, you know, attacking ourselves to get there aren't worth it because they're not sustainable. And so forget about perfection, focus on progress, take it day by day and be gentle with yourself. And so I hope my little tips on a morning routine, evening routine, whatever sort of routine you want to build have been helpful. And if they have, there are a few things you can do to support the cause of, you know, sharing this with others, you know, how, how, how enjoyable and valuable you found this podcast. One thing you can do is you can share this podcast with others via getting the link. I'm not getting into all the technical of it now because it's a little bit confusing, but basically when you're on a podcast and listen to it and looking at, let's say looking at it on a phone screen, you'll see this three little dots that you can tap on. You open that up and then you'll see options. And one of the options usually is share episode. And what it does, is it creates a link that you can send to people in Messenger, you can send to people online. And if they click that link, it will take them straight to the episode. So if you've enjoyed it and you think other people might enjoy this subject, then you can share this episode with them. Another thing you can do to support the cause if you've enjoyed this is you can leave us a review on Spotify or on Apple. And someone did that just this week. So big up to Becky Allen. Thank you very much for your review that we received last Friday. I read it and I loved it. Thank you so much for sharing that. So if like Becky, you really enjoy the show, you can leave a review on Apple or Spotify and then everybody else can see what you, know, what you guys think of the show. Another thing you can do, and this is a big one, is you can subscribe to the show. And the reason that subscribing is such a good idea is because if I drop any episodes, you don't need to remember to check and look if I've done any more. Once you're subscribed, you will have all the episodes on your device. And every time I upload a new one, you'll get a notification. Or next time you go into the whatever app you're going into, all the episodes will automatically be there for you. So it's just building up. So the next time you're going for a long walk or the next time you're hitting the gym, lifting some weights, next time you're in the car on your commute and you're thinking, I want I want Sean to be with me in this moment. <laughs> then I'm right there with you. Just go into your app, open it up and I'll be there with my dulcet tones talking to you about all things, happiness, health, well-being, spirituality, all this great stuff. So there's some things you can do to support the cause. I'm going to leave you now to the rest of your day, whatever you're up to. And again, I'm sending you good energy your way, good vibes your way. And if you do construct a morning routine and you'd like me to, and you want to let me know about it, feel free to reach out to me. The link to my website will be in the show notes. Um, and yeah, if you want any advice, any help on building a morning routine, get in touch with me again. You can go through the website, find me on social media. I'm on Facebook, I'm on Instagram, I'm on TikTok too. You can find me there and you can hit me up there and talk to me about it there. Be blessed, be you. Enjoy your morning routine if you're going to do one and enjoy your sleep if you ain't. <laughs> I will see you on the next episode.